Chapter 1. How did we get here? Question 1. What is the moral of Aesop's fable, The Grasshopper and the Ant? A. Beware of flatterers. B. Slow and steady wins the race. C. Better beans and bacon in peace than cakes and ale in fear. D. To work today is to eat tomorrow. On September 13, 2008, Hurricane Ike unleashed terror on the Texas coast, obliterating land, taking lives, and crushing infrastructure as it tore through Galveston and then Houston. With sustained winds of more than 110 miles per hour, the hurricane slammed inland with such force it sent remnants rippling through the United States and Canada. The wicked storm dissipated two days later, leaving behind a path of destruction, immediate property damage of more than $29 billion, and estimated long-term financial damage of $142 billion. For Texas, the hurricane proved to be the costliest tropical event on record. It struck down power lines and kept the major metro market in the dark for days. In the midst of the aftermath and electrical outages, another catastrophe hit the nation. This calamity crept in slowly, before ultimately shocking the financial markets. After years of bad mortgage finance and real estate investments, hundreds of billions of dollars in losses piling up became too heavy for financial institutions to bear. On September 15, 2008, just two days removed from Hurricane Ike, Lehman Brothers collapsed in the largest bankruptcy filing in U.S. history. Holding over $600 billion in assets financed, with just $30 billion in equity at the time, Lehman Brothers folded and brought down the U.S. House of Cards and a significant portion of the global market with it. Though the bankruptcy went relatively unnoticed in the days following the hurricane tragedy in areas affected by the storm, it changed the landscape of the financial markets as one faltering company after the other came crashing down. The collapse intensified the Great Recession and infiltrated businesses across the nation. With an uncertain economy, consumers lived in fear and held tightly to their wallets. For the automotive industry, this signaled the beginning of very dark days. Sales plummeted as cars rarely moved from lots, and bad days followed more bad days. On the brink of collapse, the industry entered an automotive depression. During this time, demand for new automobiles went from approximately 17 million new vehicle sales per year and dropped to an annual rate of only 10 million. Successful dealers went bankrupt. The situation looked grim. Over 120,000 auto industry jobs were lost in November 2008. I watched the volatile market crush job security and spare few. As uncertainty crept in, the internet loomed even larger on the horizon. A beacon of light and hope for those who saw the possibility and a blinding, piercing sunset of ultraviolet radiation for those who chose to ignore it. Amid a backdrop of doubt, indecision, and hesitation, a new day was indeed dawning. As a result of the financial collapse, credit markets tightened and the storm raged on. Yet, the Internet kept churning through it all. And for better or for worse, the landscape of retail automotive entered an unprecedented era as it began rebuilding and reshaping itself in the form of Internet departments that ultimately transformed into digital dealerships. While fear of the automotive crisis still ran rampant, a glimmer of hope came with a bill called Cash for Clunkers in July 2009. If passed, this program would pay consumers up to $4,500 in credit for trading in their cars or trucks for more fuel-efficient vehicles. With a government-sponsored incentive program, I recognized the immense opportunity ahead and set out on a mission. 
If I could master the internet today, we could be victorious tomorrow. In the second quarter of 2009, I worked to build a Cash for Clunkers website based off the legislation. I included every car from every manufacturer and the estimated miles per gallon for each car. No one knew if the bill would pass, but I tailored the website to be a trusted resource just in case it did. On August 7, 2009, the bill passed. I woke up elated, knowing everyone everywhere searching online would find my website. I jumped on the computer for a triumphant Google search. Unfortunately, what came back reshaped my thinking. Sponsored ad, sponsored ad, sponsored ad. My brief elation quickly shifted to frustration. Though my SEO-ranked website was number one in Texas, it showed up as the fourth site down the line. SEM was trumping my work. Major automotive groups.